Hello, and welcome to episode four of Nickpedia. Today, we'll be discussing the story of Cain and the origin of vampires. Now, I covered this briefly in the Vampire Society segment, as well as the Generation segment, but I feel that it's necessary to go a bit more in-depth with it and know kind of the full story. So, to begin, yes, the Cain I'm talking about is the Cain from the Bible. They are supposed to be the same person, same character. And in this kind of alternate history, this version of events that exists in World of Darkness, Cain, the punishment that Cain was given for murdering his brother, Abel, was to be cursed as a vampire. That's the long and short of it. However, it is a bit more complicated than that. As the curse that God gave him was to be outcast from humanity. Simply put, have the mark of his displeasure on him and be known as outcast from all other humans forever. However, it gets a bit more complicated after that. So, after Cain was banished and marked by God, he roamed around the land of Nod, that kind of mythical, you know, pre-existing land, uh, the cradle of humanity, that is described in the Bible and in the World of Darkness lore. While he's roaming around, eventually after many years, he encounters a woman named Lilith. And Lilith is amazed by him um, and confused because she notices a swirling stain in the air around him, a mark of some dark, unfathomed power. And what that power was, was murder. It was God's mark of him as a murderer. And this was incredible to Lilith, as the idea of murder was not one that existed before Cain in this uh, lore. Cain invented the concept of murder. And... So the idea that he could kill higher beings like humans instead of, you know, just hunt like others have, while he himself was certainly not a god, was amazing to her. So she took him in um, and gave him care uh, and companionship that he had not had for many years after being cast out. As she saw that he was cold and hungry, after staying with her for some time, the two eventually become lovers. Their relationship becomes much closer and he realizes as they become close together that she has powers. She has magic. And this is important as though the legends differ between the two source materials, it is implied kind of by a general sense of continuity that Lilith is the first uh, human awakened mage, which mage is a whole nother set of lore. Uh, while it's connected by the world of darkness, it is a whole different game, and so I won't be discussing it. But that is important to know. Cain realizes that she has these powers, and he wants them too. So he pleads and pleads her for these gifts, and eventually she accepts, she prepares an awakening ceremony by cutting herself with a knife, bleeding him into a bowl, and then giving it to him so that he can drink it. Once he does this, he essentially absorbs some of her magical powers. And as a result of absorbing these powers, he gains magical powers of his own, not, not willing things into action in the way of mages, but rather inbuilt powers, powers that he can draw from his very essence. 
And these are the origin of the disciplines. When Cain becomes fully awakened, uh, he possesses all of these disciplines. All of the core disciplines that would form the basis of most of the clans later. Um, celerity, potence, fortitude, obfuscate, dominate, presence, protein, animalism, aspects, all of these. He immediately gains. However, after he does this, three angels come down from God. And they offer him repentance. However, Cain rejects them for a couple of reasons. One, both because he feels like he is not necessarily worthy of repenting, but also out of just bitterness and anger towards God for the suffering he's been through. And so Cain rejects each of the three angels, and for each angel he rejects, they give him a curse. The first is that he is cursed to a weakness to fire, the second is the vulnerability to sunlight. And the last and the worst of all is the beast within that hungers for blood. And these are the supposed origins of the primary weaknesses of vampires' kindred, even to the modern knights. And supposedly as well, a fourth angel then appeared to offer the way of Golconda, um, essentially a form of vampiric enlightenment to escape the curses of vampirism. As the only way to the light as the only way to experience the mercy of god and cain once he has these powers from her we don't really know why it's not very much explained but cain breaks his bond with lilith and ends up leaving her to go walk his own path once again now cain continues to wander the land of nod completely lonely the memory of his sin drowns him in sorrow and it wouldn't be for many ages that he would join with humans again but eventually when he does he finds a city named ubar and there he founds the first city in particular the first city of vampires and he became known as the dark father cain settled in this city and people had heard of him already they knew of his powers and they feared and worshipped him and as a result, the king of the city, King Enoch, stepped down uh, to let Cain rule it in his stead. Now, Cain, when he arrived, he saw two lovers, uh, very much in love, very young. And just seeing them just made him feel even worse about himself and his own state. And he thought that maybe he could reconcile his own state to do something good by embracing them, by making them vampires, and thus giving them the gift of immortality. Of course, the problem with this is that after having been embraced, the lovers discovered that they could no longer have children together, as their bodies were dead. And in an act of despair, they both walk into the sunlight and committed suicide. Cain was absolutely heartbroken by this event, to the point that for many years, he refused to embrace anyone else. However, the former king, Enoch, desiring Cain's power, requested and just begged Cain to embrace him. And Cain eventually did, both from the begging, but also just the yearning to have others like him around him. In honor of the newfound vampiric child, the first one that would actually stay for a time, Cain declared that Ubar would ever know as the city of Enoch. Now, after some time, Enoch wanted brethren. He wanted other kindred. And Cain would agree to this request and sire a few more children, in particular Irad, who was a warrior of the city who possessed great strength, and this was magnified many times more by his embrace. 
and then Zilla. And Zilla was a woman, a gorgeous woman of the city who Cain was absolutely in love with. However, she did not love him back. And Cain was desperate. He tried everything to get her to be in love with him, but she simply would not have him. Finally, in order to make her love him, Cain sought out a crone, a magical crone, who informed him of the power of the blood bond, that you could bond someone's feelings and emotion through giving them vampiric blood. In the process of telling him this, she had tricked him into embracing her, making her a vampire, and she had a blood bond over him, and thus she could thrall Cain to do as she pleased. And it is with this power that Cain embraced and blood bonded Zilla to become his wife. However, this did not work out, as eventually Cain came back to her, telling her that he was afraid of his children turning against him. And the crone then sharpened a wooden stake and gave it to him, telling him that if she plunged it into the heart of the other kindred, that it would disable them. Cain, and with this new knowledge, then plunged the stake into her heart, staking her, and left her out for the sunrise, thus breaking his bond. Now at this point, there was Cain and his three childer, and they ruled the city completely as these immortal god kings. However, eventually, the children themselves wanted to make childer of their own, and Cain signed off on this. However, with the caveat that the third generation, their childer, would be the last, or no more childer were to be made. And supposedly, they obeyed this, and the city prospered for ages. They had amazing technology, as Cain had brought Sumerian technology from across the cradle of civilization. And Cain was a fair and just ruler, as well as a strong one, since no one was powerful enough to replace him. However, the deluge changed everything. And this is, again, the biblical deluge, the great flood that destroyed everything on Earth. And the flood destroyed the city of Enoch completely. Cain and his children survive, not needing to breathe and being able to survive under the waves until such a time as they were able to return. However, Cain was absolutely devastated by the destruction. He left the city, and his childer and grandchilder would not be able to find him at all or to bring him back, no matter what they did. And with this lack of a power structure, the antediluvians, that being being before the flood, vampires that existed from before Noah's great flood, that being the second and third generation, the antediluvians of the third generation turned on the second generation who were trying to keep things in order, and they killed and diabolized them, absorbing their power. And it's for this reason that the antediluvians are the most powerful vampires that exist in the modern nights, at least if they exist at all. Rumors of this are still unknown. Perhaps they always will be. However, Cain came back eventually, and finding that his grandchilder had turned on his own childer, in rage he cursed all of his grandchilder, all 13 of them. And supposedly this curse is the origin of the clan weaknesses of each of the 13 clans. And he scattered them, where all of the antediluvians then spread out over the world, finding their own various niches, and eventually founding their own bases of power in what would become their clans in future times. 
And so, Cain disappeared into the night once more, wandering alone. And what became of him is not known. He has been gone for many ages while the kindred continue to spread and flourish throughout all periods of history and eventually in these modern nights. And so what has become of Cain is often a hot topic with philosophers amongst the kindred. Many believe he never existed at all, that he was simply a symbolic representation. Some believe he must be surely dead by now, or so far in torpor sleep that he will never awaken. Some believe that, unlike the antediluvians kept in their slumber, that Cain walks the earth even to this day, hidden in plain sight, keeping his head low, avoiding the machinations of his children. Of course, none of these are confirmed, and it's not known what has really happened to Cain. However, if he is still around, it is certain that Cain is still suffering the punishment that God gave him for inventing the act of murder, walking throughout the night, watching his own children turn on each other over and over again for eternity. And that's about it for the story of Cain. This is a bit of a shorter episode, but I thought it would be nice to tell the story of Cain, as it really is integral to a lot of vampiric culture and kind of pseudo-religious beliefs that are adopted by the various vampiric factions. Thank you.